This is Limitless Possibility. I'm Yannick Magnan. And I'm Luc Olivier Dumeble. And our topic this week is... Be and stay active while working from home. Sweet. Uh, but first, I just want to thank everyone who wrote in uh, in the last two weeks, who listened to the previous episode, who agreed with our take on things. Uh, sometimes it's nice to have some validation that you're not a crazy person. Uh, so <laughs> that was really cool. I don't want to be mean, but even if you got that validation, you're still a crazy person. And I love you still. It's true. It's true. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was really nice. Also, uh, I just remembered this right now. This wasn't planned for my follow up. Uh, we talked a little bit about the separation of home and work uh, on the last episode. And uh, since that episode has been recorded i managed to turn my uh, living room closet into a little home office (laughs) which is super jank and uh involves basically all of the amazon boxes that i've accumulated over the last two years when i was too lazy to take out the recycling um so yeah uh i pieced together a little desk and now i've got that in my uh in my closet and i can close the door after work and not have to see work anymore and i have a fancy new gaming chair uh that i can use both on my gaming setup and uh for work so that's been really nice in the last week uh playing around with that um so yeah maybe i'll put a a photo in the show notes yeah i I was about to ask i forgot that i don't want didn't want you to put didn't want to put you on the spot but i forgot if you only send me pictures via line or i also saw them on twitter but if you yeah, if you want to share, you should share because it is pretty funny. Uh, I'm sure all listeners will enjoy seeing uh, the stack of box, which I am quite impressed at your Tetris skills. That's what I'm going to say this way because you ended up creating a flat surface with yeah, all those boxes. a level flat surface. <laughs> yes, yes. So it's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, that's it for me. Good. So this week, and uh, we kind of teased it because you'll see how it, it is related to our last episode. Uh, but I kind of will start by saying that in general, I'm not the most active, uh, like especially exercising person on the planet. Uh, but in the recent years, I kind of realized that it's going to be important for uh, my health in general. So I, I tried to find ways uh, to be more active. But not to just do it for the sake of being active, but also find ways to um, to do that what that I would enjoy. Um, so some of that started before the pandemic, and you might expect that it also got changed uh, because <laughs> of the pandemic. So this week, I will take you through this journey of how I try to be active, if I can say so, and also try to stay active while uh, mainly working from home. So I don't have to walk too much to, to go to tra- take the transit and things like that. So it does mean that I am uh, uh, sitting on my back more often than I should. So as I just mentioned in the intro, um, I'm not the most active person on the planet. And even in my youth, uh, I'm still young, yes, but I was never the person to and that enjoys doing sport too much and i guess you could say that i'm kind of being a bit stereotypical nerdy here but um uh, please don't say that but kind of, you're kind of right at the same time so it's kind of funny because even during elementary school or just high school i was I had the opportunity to try a lot of different sports. Uh, I and can attest to that. I've attended a high school that is pretty big in two sports, yeah. uh, whether it's basketball, football, American football, or hockey. Again, we're in Canada, so that's kind of big here also in Quebec. Uh, and none of that was really my jam. Um, and again, uh, I had some memories and also pictures from my parents that we did do uh soccer when i was maybe like six seven like really young uh it's still kind of a popular activity to do here in quebec for like young kids uh, as a way to socialize and just do something that is not just go to school and kindergarten um and and for that i kind of remind i kind of vague memories that i was enjoying that but not enough to continue throughout my uh you're getting older, uh, so I never took it back. But during college, um, even at the college level, uh, we still had to take uh, physical education classes. And one of the ones that I took was 
the typical strength training classes. So literally what you would do at the gym. And and I said typical gym, so dumbbells, all the machines and things like that, but also learn, I'll call it this way, the science behind it. And it's funny because I also recall having conversation with you and other friends where we were trying to find the least uh, actively impacted. I think you were one of the people that didn't do that too much, though. Uh, but uh, I recall having discussion with a lot of friends of what can we do that is using the least am- doing the least amount of effort That's doing so those funny. PE classes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember taking the relaxation class, by the way, as one of those uh, PE education classes. I also took badminton. Edmonton, which I have a funny, sad story about this, which is I recall getting the passing grade just because the teacher was forced to give us passing grade if we attended all the classes, if Amazing. we did all the extracurricular activities. But in the end, the final exam was really you you were graded on your skills at badminton. Yeah, I was awful at that. <laughs> I was awful at that too. It's kind of funny to play uh, badminton. It's kind of funny because it was really more a social game than an activity. Because yes, you like you run around in a small court, uh, but it was more kind of a uh, the social hour than the physical activity uh, exercise hour too. So that was a funny class. Yeah, I, I remember that class was a ton of fun just to hang out with people and like <laughs> yes. mess around and like in quotes play play badminton but if you asked me the actual like it, it, the final exam was literally like rules and stuff yes and i was like i don't <laughs> fucking know how to play this game i just hit the thing in the air um so yeah that that was fun i i had a nordic walking class which i think was really really cool because we basically got to go outside and uh take trips every week and mm-hmm. because we sort of had to travel in quotes to our destination uh that meant that they basically uh some like sometimes the class would go a little bit longer than usual and they would therefore like take away a period in the future so it was like every two weeks we had a class so that was really nice yeah i recall uh not taking this one uh but i i know from a lot of friends attending college here that this is a really popular uh pe class i think tony did it too when he was in cjep so uh and it fits with your love of winter so yes. uh, which is not my case but coming back to strength training class uh it's kind of where i i discovered that compared to so I wouldn't, I'll say that with all the love I can say, but I never ever was a gym rat. So I like to go to the gym and this class kind of showed me that there is fun things to do at the gym and that there's kind of nice science behind it, if we can call it science, uh, behind how to improve your body strength. Um, And that part was quite fun to learn about too. So that was kind of my first foray into strength training and i didn't realize i would have enjoyed it uh but since then uh go on i have this memory and we were in the same class in high school as well so i'm pretty sure this applies to you as well we did gym strength training stuff in high school as well yes you are correct and i don't know why and maybe maybe it is kind of what I was saying about badminton, that it was also a bit of just social hour too. But yeah. I, I I recall that compared to what we were doing in high school, um, there was not this balance of just like showing how it impacted the body. It was like, okay, you do the, like That's you learn how the machines work. But I recall like, for sure, we had to have a book, you know, because it's still higher education than <laughs> high school. So there was a book you got to buy. Uh, but in the end, that, that book was really nice because it was about the physiognomy of the body and how it like strength training impacts it. And I recall we had also classes about, I think, a bit of how to eat more healthy yeah. and the impact of of your diet on your body throughout the years and things like that. So it, I think it, it, the way I recall our high school program versus the program I did during college was more, I had more of that science element of you also learning about the body Definitely. at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think the mix of both was what I enjoyed. That's good. The, the thing that mainly, like when we did that uh, thing in high school, I think, the actual 
gym activities and machines and stuff i found that fine it's just at some point they made us go in like on lunchtime with other classes and then you just felt like everyone was staring at you and that's the part (laughs) that i didn't like (laughs) yeah i don't recall if that was required part of the strength training class in cjap uh my memory is fuzzy so it could have been required too uh but again I think at CJP you're like now a young adult. You start to slowly and partially don't really give a fuck of what other things about you. Uh, Must be nice. Fully, but not fully. Uh, I'm not saying it's over completely, but I did see a difference for that between high school and college. Mm. And it's kind of funny that we're spending a lot of time about that because after doing this class, I never went back to a gym for. (laughs) Ten years, <laughs> literally. Uh, this class was maybe, I think, in 2009. I think, like, middle of my uh, college degrees out of three years. So, and I was in college from 08 to 11. So, just to give you. Uh, and, yeah, it wouldn't be more or less 10 years ago. So, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, and I'd say, uh, still chat with this person every couple of, uh, every time, uh, Every few, every few weeks or every few months, but an ex-colleague of mine was really into like strength training and especially like heavy weight lifting. Uh, and throughout the time of spending like five days a week with somebody that's passionate about something, ah, uh, you know what? It rubs off on on people. Uh, and it is funny because that year, kind of like most of my teammates were getting somewhat back into shape or staying trying to stay active and and things like that and that's when uh, i decided to really get back uh to get back to the gym for for the first time and it was funny because i went with another colleague that was also trying to be in better shape and be more active and what i enjoy about that period where i was doing a lot of strength training is that aspect that i was going to the gym with a friend i was not like it was not a a solo activity um it was fun it was motivating Uh, i was also a lot of social i guess it's kind of a recurring theme that (laughs) i don't mind doing uh sports or like uh, exercise when it is a social activity uh but i do have uh, more examples coming soon about uh, more solo activities but i think what i enjoy of it being a social activity is especially with that like there was maybe one day i had a big day at work uh and that was the day when i was going to the office it was like oh, oh i was maybe not motivated and then my guy was like you know what like i also had a bad day and burning calories will help us kind of cool down and everything and most days a he was right and b uh if, if i was uh the maybe the baby downer or he was then we could like motivate each other and again we were not like going like maybe four or five days a week we tried two maybe three times a week if we were really in the mood but usually we like our schedule even if we were working the same team there's always some conflict so two days a week was still uh plenty Part of that uh, moment, that's about maybe a year period, I would say, uh, just before the pandemic. Like, it's literally the year before the pandemic. So we're talking like 2019, 2020. Um, That's more or less that period. And uh, of course, if you've ever been to a gym, there are not only weights, there's not only machines that is used for weight purposes but there are a lot of cardio machines uh and that's also when i discovered the joy of rowing uh so that's kind of the first activity and again i'm not a big cycler i don't have a bike i love to walk uh but i never really understood why but i kind of found it really uh entertaining that you just like put on your headphones and it changes from the boring phase of treadmill uh and i think if you hear a lot of people just doing treadmill they kind of always say like it's fun running when you run in the street or in a park because the scenery changes in a gym it does not happen um but i think the combination of like having your lower body and your upper body do multiple things in rowing uh was the slight differences between a treadmill machine and running on a treadmill machine than uh, rowing that I needed. So I was doing a lot of rowing as a cardio beginning and then we would do some uh, 
some strength training right after that. Uh, if I talk about uh, our quote-unquote program, uh, I add the experience of using an app called FitBot uh, that you might hear. It's, I say that because it's been sponsored on a lot of podcasts uh, in the recent weeks and months. And it's funny because I was using it before that. I'm not using it too much. You'll see why in a sec. Uh, but it was really fun because um, from my ex-colleague that was really well into strength training, he was saying like usually like gym trainer, they, they give you a, a sheet or they say, do this, do that, do that. And they show you the uh, movements or the exercise that you need to do. And you kind of need to remember. And uh, that's a part where I do like a visual cue to remind myself of what we need to do. And one of the nice benefits of FitBot, even if we were not using their AI kind of like smart recovery and it would change <laughs> the programs every time we do, is that... The, my colleague like created two or three programs for us to to alternate. Let's like, say one day we do one, the other day we the, the one day we do an upper body program, the second day we do a lower body program, and then the second week we do uh, upper body two and then lower body two. It was the 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 HD video was literally of doing the exercise for sure. After a couple of weeks of that repetition, it's like okay, yeah, I remember what we need to do. Where you we're just using the app to record our repetitions and things like that, or increasing the weights. Uh, but as a noob that I was, and I'm still is in strength training, an app like Fitbot, and again, that's the one I use. Uh, I'm sure there's multiple apps like this, but. Having videos to remind you of the activities and the exercise you need to do is was for me really important because sometimes uh, I would forget. Uh, literally after doing one series of exercises, like, oh yeah, what was the first one we need to do in that series? Uh, so having a visual aid was that. Um, I haven't looked at their like subscription. Again, as you might guess, there was a subscription. I haven't looked at their subscription prices recently. I recall that the year I... I used it, it was around 80 Canadian dollar for the whole year. So not too cheap, not too expensive uh, per month, but that's that. Uh, and the last point about that period uh, is I discovered that, you know, like when you, when you hear, hear a lot of people, uh, uh, pe- when you hear from people that they are more active, they always say that one of the main benefit of exercising daily is the stress relief like the way to calm anxiety or just stress and make sure to kind of have and all those effect like you, you kind of like if you're not a too much active person it's like yeah yeah i heard about that but is it really true <clears throat> let me tell you uh after uh like trying to move weights for 30, 40 minutes, you kind of a tired and you realize, oh yeah, I didn't care too much about what happened about work today and things like that. So it was really a great way to cool down from work uh, right after work because the gym was really close to the office and going back home. Yes, I would be utterly tired, but I would arrive home way more zen, if I could say so, than just big in transit listening to podcasts and trying to not think about work like uh, i guess when you suffer you start to uh forget about dumb problems that happen at work today because of hashtag politics or or things like that or the pro- the, the bug you're trying to fix and it you're not able to find the solution and you add your you hit your head multiple times on your keyboard so um that part was really really important uh at that moment, uh, there was it was it was a bit uh, different at work, and there was things that was stressing me. So it was really helpful to manage my stress level. And then uh, one day, we're uh, <laughs> we're all forced to n- not stay, not go outside of our homes, uh, <clears throat> aka when the pandemic started in March of 2020. Um, so. Again, there was a lot of reasons not to go uh, uh, at the gyms. Uh, there was also even regional region. Uh, when things started to reopen during the pandemic, there was a lot of big uh, eye spreader events that happened in gyms here because, let's put it this way, they were loose at applying the government rules. I won't say more than that. Uh, I could say more than that, I guess. Uh, even in one event I recall uh, that 
they were able to directly uh, find the relationship between the death to that ice spreader events, which is utterly sad. So it kind of meant that while I enjoyed uh, strength training with weights and everything, but I don't have any equipment at home, uh, I had to figure out ways to stay active uh, at home. And early really in the in my working from home days, I started to go nearly daily on walks. Um, and while I enjoy to get out of the house, even if it's in the middle of winter, to kind of get different air in my brain and just have a different uh, scenery shown to me, I always, and even to this day, I still go outside, still go on walks. Uh, I feel that walks is not enough. Like, I don't feel that after a 30, 35 minutes or even 40 uh, minute walk, I don't feel that I have burned enough energy to get, uh, like, to manage the stress level like strength training uh, was doing. And again, knowing that I don't have equipment, I was not really willing to invest uh, in too much equipment because, again, uh, I want to spend $1,000 on equipment. We talk about that in the photo episode. That's, <laughs> I think that's pretty clear uh, still in this episode too. Um, I started to check what would be available. And it was around that same time that the Apple bundle got out. And I was like, oh, maybe it's time for me to just jump on the Apple bundle. So that's kind of when I decided to check out uh, Apple Fitness. At that time, it was out for maybe, I think, six months. So people were saying good things about it. Uh, and yeah, so that's when I started to look. Again, uh, a lot of there, maybe one of, I'll start with one of the downsides of Apple Fitness um, is that I feel that if you don't have that much equipment at home, there are mainly two types of activities or exercise that you could do uh high intensity interval training which we'll talk about more on that later and there are dense exercise that you can do for sure you can go on a walk you can go on runs uh but six months out of the year uh, it's hard for us here in quebec to run I, I i salute people when they go out and they're, they're like in their running gear in the middle of winter uh running in our shitty uh, sh- uh like are snow-covered roads that are not really, really well cleaned up because the snow plower did the shitty job of cleaning them. Well, the uh, ice is the worst, really. Yeah, and on top of that, you might not have sand or, or rocks to uh, destroy the ice and things like that. So uh, you're a courageous bunch. I salute you, but uh, you're not me and I'm not you. So <laughs> uh, it does mean that a lot of the... Like, for sure, walks you can do and, again... There's not that much things to do part of uh, those uh, training sessions with Apple Fitness Plus. I think now they launched their time to walk. There's kind of a podcast-like <laughs> uh, thingy. I haven't tried it. Again, when I go on walks, I'm, I usually have a backlog of podcasts to listen to. So I listen to the podcast. But they seem pretty nice. Again, for people that don't have podcasts or they might just be listening to music and they want to have something different, they seem a nice alternative. But for somebody like me that has always has a big backlog of podcast episodes to listen to uh i didn't find the time to try that i recall the one of the main points i wanted to try with apple fitness was again i felt that walks was fun but not allowing me to cool down enough or like keep my stress level into check and again i heard from multiple friends and you're one uh, that yoga was could help for that uh so there was a couple of lessons there i didn't really stuck to it um didn't feel it. I, I, I'm I like, you do you. I think a lot of people enjoy yoga, but it didn't click for me. Even after doing the uh, yoga for beginners, uh, I think it's three or four lessons that Apple Fitness was suggesting. So maybe you could say like you have tried those lessons and you know what? They're not a great uh, teaser for beginners. So if you have a different uh, playlist on a different service on YouTube you want to send me, I'll be totally open for that. But that's literally when I discovered the uh, IT training. So high intensity interval training. And before me using Apple Fitness Plus, I've heard of it. Like, I have friends that are more gym rats than I am, or they're more well into being active and doing a lot of exercises than I had. So for sure, I've heard of it, but never really tried it. And I love it. Like, seriously, it is 
kind of giving me the benefits of doing uh literally high intensity exercises that I was getting from strength training, but in something that I can do easily at home. Um and it is a good benefit because again, the main equipment you need is possibly just a match to uh lower your impact especially when you have to jump and things like that. And I live on the second floor, so I need to be kind for my neighbors downstairs. Yes. Uh, I had to move. Sometimes I look, uh, okay, then my neighbors are not around, so I can jump, or sometimes I move. And yeah. So I try to be mindful of my environment, but uh, I really enjoy it. And it is more or less, if I uh, give you a small summary, uh, the name is pretty descriptive. So you would do uh, a similar exercise for, let's say, 30, 40 seconds, which would be of high intensity. Usually there are big uh, cardio exercises. And then you'll take a short break, 5, 10 seconds, you'll move to another exercise. And it depends of the length. Uh, Apple On Apple Fitness Plus, you would get like 10 minutes, 20 minutes, and now 30 minutes. Uh, and depending of the length or what the trainer decides we do in that video, uh, you might do like three times the exercise on a series of four exercises that we do two times and the the times varies uh, like one time, the first time we do like the series of four for 30 seconds each and then it's 40 seconds each and 50 seconds each and things like that. And one thing compared to strength training that not that I didn't dislike, but I think that was a bit hard to stay motivated, especially thinking back about Fitbot or even some material that my ex colleague was sending me is when you were watching people like trainers, people that are used to do the exercise, like it feel easy for them. And I don't feel that it is really motivating for somebody that is starting. Mm. Because again, even in strength training, like my friend was saying, you know what, at some point you'll hit the plateau and then when you hit the plateau, you really need to continue because it might be long or you might change your your program so that you can exit the plateau and then get, gain more strength. The fun part, I should say, which is a great motivator for me is even if it's 10 minutes in out of a 20 minutes uh, or even five minutes in, I should say, out of a 20 minutes it training and the trainers that are well fit and that are like literally dying and full of sweat you're like okay you know what it's not just this me. is hard yes exactly it's not just me it's hard for everybody you can be fully active fully in shape and i could be running marathons all the time and uh high intensity interval trainings are literally hard for everybody so sometimes i i feel i'm about to die when i do those uh but to see the uh to see the trainer not nearly dying but uh looking like they are working and having a difficult time is a good motivator to say like okay you know what like everybody struggles with that the other thing that's really like motivating uh, so spoilers i do high intensity interval training as well um i'm like when i first started my training uh routine which uh, unlike you i think like Apple Fitness videos, just they're constantly new ones, right? You're correct. Okay. So I didn't do that. What I did is I said, I am willing to give 30 minutes block of time to do exercise. So I just like found videos and pieced together a 30 minute set of videos of a warm up, uh, a high interval, uh, high intensity interval training video, and then a cool down video that fit Mm -hmm. into 30 minutes. And I just do that four times a week. Uh, I've done that. Uh, I did it twice a week first from January 2021 to August 2021. And then I switched to four times a week because I read an article that said actually with Tabatas, which are the specific kit training that I'm doing, uh, in theory, they were designed to be done four times a week. So I was like, okay, I, I'll mm-hmm. try it out. Um, and I've been doing that and it's been going great. And when I started, like one of the exercises in the thing is uh, burpees. And I was struggling just to have four down in the 20 seconds that I could do the exercise. And now I can consistently get six or seven. And it's like seeing that growth over time, uh, like at a certain point, you're going to stop seeing growth because there's only so fast you can move your body uh, (laughs) within 20 (laughs) seconds. Um, But it's, it's kind of like when I was playing music games or whatever, like you see gradual incremental growth over time. And it's just like, it, it 
gets my RPG brain worms going uh, because the number is going up uh, and that's great. Um, so yeah, like being able to see that incremental improvement uh, over time is really uh, satisfying, I found. No, and it's good. Again, uh, if I were to talk uh, just a sec, because you mentioned you're, you're doing it four times a week. Uh, I tried to do uh, twice a week. Again, um, I have a dedicated section on that. So I don't want to tell, talk too much about why sometimes I do two, sometimes I don't do two, uh, because I had uh, a great uh, story to tell uh, about six months ago and the goals and things like that. But I tried to start to twice a week um and going on walks um and also uh mixing it in with uh what they call uh core exercises so strengthening your core uh because they were they were exercises in apple fitness plus and that's kind of my second downside is that i wish that a lot of their strength training would with would be available with uh, body weight exercises so that you don't need to have uh, dumbbells and weights to do so uh, I think it's kind of a, a rough corner of Apple Fitness Plus I think if you go in the filter menu and say like no equipment under the strength training I think there's three videos uh, so after a while running the same strength training exercises with three videos like <laughs> it's good to get some variety especially in strength training like, that's why I learned from a lot of people I know that are way better than I am on this is for body muscles. It's important that you train them, but train them different all the time because they, if you do a lot of repetition, especially three, four, five times a week, they get used to it and they, they stop growing and just, they stop getting better. Mm. And the goal is to always have a bit of progression all the time. So I haven't explored a solution to that, and we'll talk a bit more about the coming months. But to me, that was one of the main downsides is Apple Fitness Plus for a lot of other of their categories and activities, they seem to be a good plus or a good, why am I blanking on the name, but a good increment on top of a gym membership because you don't want to pay for a trainer at the gym. You just want to have videos. Then you can like go on the treadmill and watch the video and have a trainer for you. And you can go on the bicycle and do cycling exercises and then do things like that. Or you can go to the strength exercises and bring the dumbbells you want. So again, going back to what I was saying, the no equipment uh, is a lot of cardio. I kind of wish there was a bit more strength exercises. Have you tried, uh, like I've heard about FitBod from CGP Grey because he's been using it for like three years, I think. uh, And he's been talking about it quite a bit on Cortex. And I'm pretty sure that you can go in and you can say like, make me a workout routine. I have exactly this equipment at home. And you can just say, nothing and yes it apparently can come up with some pretty good things just for body weight workouts i have not revisited fitbot and that's kind of why i was not going too much right now in that section of uh what's coming next for me uh but you're correct uh i think it's possibly one i did even when i was uh, knowing that i was going to the gym so uh, and uh my ex-colleague friend was giving us programs. We were not using the automatic AI that w- would say, okay, today you need to do that. Uh, I, we tried a bit and just small aside about that. We tried a bit. And what I didn't like about that is because sometimes you like as a noob, you would literally get new exercises all the time. And that uh. became overwhelming because you would spend like five minutes on your phone trying to, okay, okay, the trainer does this movement. Okay, I need to make sure. Because again, there's nobody present with you to say, oh, wait, your waist is not the right place. Your arm is doing something bad that that could arm yeah. you. You end up spending five minutes watching a 30 seconds clip 10 times, if you see what I mean. Uh, so that's that. Uh, you're correct that it, Fitbot offers... Uh, body weight so maybe it's so it could be something that i look into uh to maybe fulfill that part of my uh training journey that i think right now uh, apple fitness plus doesn't cover yeah i've heard good things from people who are not sponsored by them so (laughs) that's good that's good and again i've used it i paid for it and uh, as you've heard for the multiple past few years we're not sponsored by anybody so that's good on that front uh, last stop about uh, Apple Fitness Plus, and I think overall, like one of the benefits is the magic integration of 
the TV app and I have an Apple TV. So I put it on my TV. I also use it on the iPad just a bit. So the integration with the Apple Watch, I think it's pretty neat. I think it's pretty also pretty reliable. Like you could expect that having the watch and Apple TV or the watch and iPhone an iPad, like they would lose connection because it's Bluetooth and Wi-Fi and we're developers. We know that those are finicky communication. <laughs> but Apple medium. has the secret APIs that work. <laughs> yes. So that's that. Um and again, uh, I still don't understand because like you have a checkbox next to the, the training session you've done. Uh, and again, Tony and I are sharing our, our, the same Apple TV. So we have our own session and I don't know why, but sometimes when he was doing some, uh, Apple TV, tra- Apple fitness training, uh, he was saying, Hey, those it exercises are completed and I have not completed them. So I guess there's something wrong with iCloud, things like that. But overall, the integration with the health app the apple watch is quite nice and surprisingly for developers quite reliable uh i've never had it drop during and i've heard some for some people on the web that's like they add like where the train the the workout would stop because the connection was interrupted for a random reason uh but then add that, and again, uh, when Tony was doing it more than he, he's doing now uh, with Apple Fitness, we never were doing it together. So, like, I don't have to complain that it seems that it only syncs with one watch, uh, because for me, again, it was more of a solo activity, uh, and doing that in moments that either was doing something else or nowadays uh, during my lunchtime and he's at work, so where uh, I'm alone at home. Um, before I move into the, uh, what's coming next, like I have a, a small tension about Apple's fitness tools and overworking yourself. Mm. Um, and it goes back to last fall. And I recall that I had the motivation to say, like, okay, I really want to close my rings every day and like try to get better and like do more exercise. And I think that started like really last fall um, and even like a bit last summer. But I recall like if I look at my history, like September, October, I think I end up having a long streak of achieve goals. And also because I was doing, I was closing my circles, especially the calorie, the calorie goals every day for seven days. The next Monday, the watch would suggest, oh, you've done, let's say, 600 calories per day in the last week would you try to do 610 this week and then after a couple of weeks like the jumps would get bigger it would be oh do you yeah. want to try 650 it's like from 610 it's like okay and i kind of after uh maybe two months i kind of got myself into a bad spot where i kind of just said yes 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 all the time and uh the gamification that gets triggered when you want you want to close your circle, you want to get your trophy, you want to do that, made me realize that okay, the goals that were set by the watch were too big, and I'm not sure if it was on purpose. You know, like okay, you you hit the peak that you're not able to achieve, so then the next week the watch suggests something lower so that you can like get better at that level and go back up. But let me tell you, it's kind of a bit demotivating that's like oh no you you literally hit a wall right yeah and it ended up me like i didn't hurt myself or anything but i did crash hard like in last january and things like that and the, during the winter period i tried to kind of get back into it but i was pretty demotivated because it's like i kind of failed kind of it's not a big failure but still i had the sense that not that i was bad at it but that oh crap like you know what like I couldn't be able to keep up, so I kind of failed. It's like um, the algorithm is completely... It, it's trying to get you to be more active instead of just being active, which is right. probably what's more important, honestly. <laughs> right, and that's kind of what I realized when I start to pick back up and like, uh, you know what, like, oh, it's okay. Like, I had a bit of let's say just emotional damage and things like that but like nothing too bad like i'm not trying to make it too dramatic but i was sad you know like that like that doesn't negate the fact that i was really disappointed yeah uh but i kind of reflected on that that a uh after like even let's say i know two two periods like from monday to friday usually during the weekend 
we always have something even during pandemic time we do have a small something to to, to keep us active that we're not just like on the couch watching tv or play video games or in front of a computer uh, especially in the recent few weeks so that when i do two if i were to skip one training session like i would start to feel it and that's what happened maybe in like early february march i was like you know what i feel like depressed a bit because i know i was missing the the sensation of saying like oh no no like the stress relief of physical activity and burning calories where you're sweating like uh, too much and things like that i i was missing that that's kind of what caught like forced me positively to get back into no no i need to kick myself in the back and start doing it again and kind of tell the watch shut up you know like if i put the goal at 600 and i do 600 next week for the whole week if it says 625 no no it's going to be 600 and then if i feel that after a month or two i'm always closing my circle then that's okay maybe we can increase a bit um but even if I was working for home, I started to feel that those unachieved goals where it will always increase make that I ended up in a spot where it wouldn't fit my routine, even if I'm stuck at home. So that was important to have a great balance between work, between my personal activities, and also staying active. And I'm trying to make sure that I keep an eye on this so that I don't go back to that because I don't want to be stressed because I don't close my rings. Yeah. The goal of staying active is to control my stress levels and for sure getting back in, getting into some form of a shape that is not just me uh, uh, being out of breath, just going up the stairs. That's not my case, but hear me out for a sec. So that's where I feel that sometimes you have to be careful because those tools sounds fun. The gamification is fun, but they can put you in a darker spot that you wish you were. So that was a big uh, learning moment for this. And since then, I'm slowly but surely getting like, you know what, I'm trying. And you know what, a week I do one uh, hit training or a day I'm like, you know, I don't want to do that. Or maybe today we'll do a core 20-minute session. Or today we'll do a longer walk. And that's fine. And you know what, I'm trying to find a replacement to trying to at least do my two sessions per like Monday to Friday, let's put it this way, even per week, uh, and try to keep that afloat. And sometimes I was like, oh, yo, it's mid it's mid of the month, and I look at my monthly trophy that I need to do for the Apple Watch, and I'm a bit far from the goal. It, that's okay, it's a bit demotivated, because I'm trying to keep a LT balance of gamification throughout this process. Um, any thoughts about the, the Apple Watch and those goals, Yannick? for me like the thing that stands out the most about the apple watch goals is like i don't really care about streaks with apple watch goals because i sort of i've i've internalized that i'm really only going to put in the effort for uh exercise like four days a week and therefore that is not really good for streaks more than four days long because I, right I, I do it um i do friday saturday sunday monday uh as my exercise days mm -hmm. and yeah like it, it, i i sort of gave up on streaks when i was like i'm going to mainly focus my physical activity on these days and whatever happens on the rest of the week is going to happen and that's fine so i'm not really like that into it the other thing is i've not taken the bus since i quit my job uh i so that means like what like since september uh mm -hmm. and Basically, anytime I want to go to my parents' place, which is, I believe, about four and a half kilometers away, I just walk the whole way. And it doesn't matter if it's the middle of winter or whatever, I'll just walk every time. So usually I go back and forth. So that means like almost nine kilometers of walking. So I, I, I do a lot of walking uh, at least once or twice a month just to get there and back. Uh, and I really like that walk because it's just a nice walk to do uh, <laughs> across town. And right. like, uh, if I have any business uh, around uh, Les Rivières, because it apparently is my post office for some reason. Uh, whenever things wow. don't get delivered, I have to walk all the way to Les Rivières. So I go pick up a package there and then I come back and I have a nice little route planned for it. And it's really chill. And so I, I do a lot more walking and stuff like that. But it's like... <laughs> the goals are so focused on the idea that um or at least like the monthly trophies or whatever 
are so focused on the idea that you're doing exercise incrementally every day that sometimes it's just like it's halfway through the month or the week before the trophy ends and the goal makes no sense like some months it's just like (laughs) you can't achieve this if you just exercise four times a day uh four four times a week um so that, that kind of sucks, but I just kind of don't care about it. The other thing that's really funny about the goals is when you were talking about the the natural inflation that happens if you keep filling your circles all the time. First of all, I don't seem to have that. I close my rings like pretty consistently uh, anyway, and it still just sticks at 460. It just like doesn't want to go up for some reason, <laughs> which is weird. Do, but do you look at, on the Monday mornings? You should receive a notification. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I look at it every morning, uh, every Monday morning, and I'm like, huh. "Wow, you're still proposing 460." Wow, I'm surprised. Um, but the thing that's really funny is whenever I used to go to Japan, because all I have to do while I'm in Japan is walk around the city all day. Right. Usually, I'll have like thousand calorie days and stuff like that, or more, and then like my goals get push to like 800 calories by the time my trip is over or something or sometimes more yeah yeah and it's like if i don't remember to change that back when i get home like forget it <laughs> it's it's undoable because i have to work and sit down at a desk and stuff to actually and it's, work it's exactly what happened because the days that i was doing in i intensive i was not doing i intensive interval training all days like let's not be crazy here. yeah that would have been not good for the body too but the days, the, the down days, let's call them this way, I was trying to, try to walk around or I would do like high intensity one day, core the other day, high intensity one day. So I would get those peak and valleys, but the valleys would still be high enough for the goal. And that's kind of uh. where I realized that it, like, like you said with your Japan trip, if your eyes and your valleys are above your goal, it will always push and always push. If, your eyes and your valleys, and the valleys are lower than the goal, it will always propose back the same goal you had last week. And I think that's a bit more healthy. Yeah. I know a lot of people have been suggesting that because also I by accident realized after 45 days that I have like more or less a 50 day streak. And I was like, <laughs> oh crap, now I get what people say about not wanting to break your streak. Like I know yeah. people that have years of streak. I don't know how they do it, but, uh, but yeah, like I think one suggestion would be to have like a like a health day. Let's put it this way, or a, a relaxed day where you, it's okay to skip one day. Or if you're sick, you know, like I didn't get COVID, but I got sick uh, a couple of times in the past few years, just like flu and things like that. Still, even if it was more rare than past years, like yeah, I'm surprised that kind of thing hasn't gotten in uh, in fitness or like even just like travel days like I, mm-hmm. I, I imagine not everyone is in a plane for a 13 hour flight but like when i'm traveling to japan like yes i'm not going to fill my ring up when i'm up in the sky not doing anything for 13 hours like uh agreed it would be nice agreed. to get a free pass for those kinds of things you, you don't want to be that person that walks back and forth the alley during oh, the i hate flight. those people <laughs> <laughs> yeah you don't want to be that person yeah. and if you're that person you're selling sorry now you know that uh, yannick and i don't like you <laughs> good so yeah so that's my side that, that i don't want to say that's my small aside but that's my aside on overworking yourself i think overall when you try to become more active than you used to be uh it is a, a dark side that you can fall into and that kind of happened to me so you gotta be careful because uh again talking about the highs and the lows uh when you fall you might fall from high and it might be hard to get back up and uh keep that routine because you feel a bit demotivated after dropping from the high of oh yes i've increased my goal and now i'm being more active and i'm trying to stay active like do something every day and it's like oh yeah fuck that more or less i just remembered something one of the things that i also really paid attention to when i was uh, starting out my my workout routine is vo2 max score uh, and uh, Mm. cardio health in the uh, apple health app because i realized that my cardio health like there are tiers you can be like uh low below average above average and i don't even know what the highest one is because i'm not there uh but i was at the lowest tier for a while and i was like i want to get to the next tier 
at least. And uh, that was sort of my goal for this whole workout thing. And it didn't take very long. It took like maybe six months to actually like cross into the next year over. Now I've sort of hit a plateau and this is normal. Uh, I might put an article in the show notes uh, about how trainable VO2 max realistically is as a metric. Uh, I think I've pretty much like grinded as much as I could uh given uh how active I am like I'm not an athlete or whatever I'm not gonna push myself into the ground just to get the number to go up um but it it was an interesting like uh metric to look at just to get in the habit of doing the exercise and now that I'm sort of maintaining that 39.2 uh vo2 max score uh like I, I feel pretty good and it I know I actually noticed uh, maybe it's just a placebo effect I don't know but I noticed a significant difference once I actually like crossed over into the the second tier uh but yeah may, maybe that's just my brain fucking with me but it, it, at least I feel better which is kind of the goal No uh I I think that's throughout the last few years that's kind of what I've discovered then maybe realized that I should put more emphasis into is Whatever type of activity, especially if it's pretty high intensity, like like you are cardio or just like lots of weight, it is really good for de-stressing and just thinking about nothing than just like doing the said activity. And that I think is important. And you, on the positive side, is you do become addictive to that because like it is a good natural stress relief and when you haven't gotten your dose of uh of that you kind of want it again so and it is an easy way to do that because you can just do that with whatever you can do push-ups if you're stuck at home or you can just do training exercises too yeah like 10 years ago my de-stressing activity in quotes was to play time attacks and fantasy star online 2 where i would just like it was just like do this level as fast as you can and you could do it once a week and you would get a ton of in-game money mm-hmm. and I would do that. And then like after eight months or so, I just got so used to it that I could do it automatically and my brain could wander off and think about things I wasn't supposed to be <laughs> thinking about. And I was like, well, fuck, that's gone. So uh, it, at least with high intensity interval training, you can't really cheat. Uh, oh, it's, <laughs> if you cheat, it's... Uh, Congrats! I don't know what you do, but I think you've you've learned the ma- the you've mastered the way of life. Yeah. I think it's the best way of saying it. So coming back to what's coming next, um, for sure, as I mentioned, I think uh, high intensity interval training is going to stay. Uh, I'm trying to find things in between uh, because I think even in the down days where my leg hurts because I've done too much squats or too much whatever to just stay uh to keep the intensity high as the name suggests uh i had this moment this week oh my goodness uh, my my legs hurt for two days and that's so fun and uh funny aside for this uh my colleague that got me into fitness a bit more he was also saying if you think that the first day after your exercise is bad the next the like the zero to 24 hours is bad the 24 to 48 hours is always worse yeah. and it's true so uh, i'm glad that i was this week out of that uh but my goal is to continue to do that uh if i can do two twice a week or possibly start increasing the uh the frequency uh yannick you had a great suggestion earlier uh if i want to go back into strength training without having to go to the gym nor buying too much equipment uh i really need to revisit a fitbot and or other tools but i really enjoyed their app their app was pretty neat and i've seen that uh, during the pandemic they've redesigned it three times i think uh so i hope it, it got better so i will like to get into that uh, throughout my time on Apple Fitness Plus, I kind of always in the back of my mind did their rower exercises sounds really fun uh but I got to get a rower, so it's kind of not spending on equipment as per past episode, but I possibly would like to 
start looking at getting one to do that because a i remember that i really enjoyed that and b it seems to be a good different activity i could do uh to let's say okay to maybe one eye intensive inter- eye intensity interval training then uh, i do some strength then i do rowing then i come back to eye intensity something like that it will bring more diversity but i would need equipment but last up um as we mentioned multiple times in the previous episode, Yannick likes winter. I do not. <laughs> uh, but the warm season is starting. So I'll be spending more time outside. And by spending more time outside, and with a lot of my previous topics in 2022, car stuff, photography stuff, it does mean I'll be spending more time walking outside, whether it's in the nature, whether it's doing landscape photography, for example, or street photography, or just attending uh, car meetups. Like you're on your two feet, you need to walk around, you need to spend time uh not on uh sitting on your back so that for sure usually means and if i look at my historical data it does mean that i'm always a bit more active during the summer than during the winter so for sure that that type of normal like i don't say normal exercise but in normal activities exercises means that in theory there's more stuff I have to do and I should be able to be a bit more active uh in the weeks and months to come. Anything else on your side? Do you or do you have do you plan to have any changes in your work routines? You, you see, you've mentioned that you're doing it four times a week. Uh are you still watching the same uh it training sessions? Yeah, uh since I basically just have like this really box into a 30 minute chunk that is on my schedule so it's like I'm a very routine-based person. Once something is in my routine, it's very hard to undo it, uh, which is good in this case because it means I don't really skip exercise unless I'm really, like, I can't do it because I'm hurt or something or I'm sick. Um, so so, so that's good. Um, I don't know. I might shake things up uh, because, like, yeah, it's always been the same video, so I'm kind of used to it to a certain degree. Right. Um, so I might explore other things. The problem is, like, s- since I need it to fit in a certain amount of minutes so that it fits into a 30-minute block, that's the part that's sort of, like, trying to fit puzzle pieces together. So that's kind of a challenge I'm going to have to go through. Uh, like, another reason that I sort of stopped doing yoga is I sort of got through all the 30 minute yoga videos after a while and i was like oh okay uh gonna have to figure something out um so uh with regards to changes to my routine i think it's pretty much gonna stay the same until i have enough permutations of those puzzle blocks that actually create some variety but for now i'm not really i i don't find it to be that urgent uh, one tip I did want to mention uh, for people is uh, if you want to save some money on workout clothes, uh, you can install the Adidas Runtastic app uh, because it belongs to them. And the loyalty program rewards you for your workouts that are logged with Apple Health. So as long as you open the app, uh, you will get points. I believe if you walk or run, it is uh, two points per kilometer. Uh, and there are challenges you can sign up to every month uh, that give you a certain like kilometer goals, like 30 kilometers, 50 kilometers. I usually hit all of them anyway, uh, and you get more points. And uh, whenever you cross into the next tier of the loyalty program, you get a coupon that gives you like some big chunky discount. Uh, so huh. if you are motivated by workout clothing, <laughs> uh, you can go install the app and just exercise and see those points coming in. And eventually, like, you can reward yourself with a discounted uh, purchase on the Adidas online shop, which is pretty cool. Uh, I don't think many other brands do this because I think the only one that has actually their own exercise app, like maybe Nike does. Nike has Nike Run Club, but... Uh, Adidas sort of has a more complete package. It's not just running. It's also basically any kind of exercise. Uh, mm-hmm. So go look into that if uh, that sounds interesting to you uh, because mm. I've gotten a lot of coupons out of it. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I recall you sending sending me a, sending me a couple of screenshots of their Adidas uh, store saying, oh, I want this, but it's sold out or things like that. So I know you've been enjoying Adidas clothes a lot recently. Yeah, and I 
actually crossed the uh, the top tier of the uh, loyalty program back in September. So that was interesting. Like just getting points from either purchasing things or uh, doing exercise, I actually got to max out the loyalty program. So now I'm waiting for my points to come down so that I can actually like start grinding up again to get some more coupons <laughs> because I can't get any more. <laughs> Oops. Oops. You're, you're too loyal to Adidas. That's yeah, why. I know. Uh, but if they continue with their NFT bullshit, they won't be getting any money from me anytime soon. Oops, 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 oops. But that's another conversation. Yeah. Uh, but otherwise, that's it for me. Yeah, that is also it for me. Cool. So if you want to find the show notes for this episode, you can go find them at limitlesspossibility.net slash 183. You can also find the rest of our episodes at limitlesspossibility.net. The podcast is on Twitter at limipo underscore podcast. That's L-I-M-I-P-O underscore podcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I am at Sakarina. That's S-A-K-U-R-I-N-A. And you can find Ducadivier at Lukonosh. That's L-U-C-C-O-N-O-U-C-H-E. And we'll see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks.